Section 9. Sacraments and Magic There are no sacraments in the Bible. Sacrament is a concept foreign to the biblical worldview. It is interesting to observe that where sacramental thinking is strong, covenantal thinking is usually very weak, often non-existent. What are usually misconstrued as sacraments in Scripture are really covenant signs, not sacraments. A sacramentum was originally a sum of money deposited with a representative of the state, one of the Tresviri Capitales, when a Roman citizen went to court. The party that lost his case lost his sacramentum, which was then used to defray the costs of the public works, temples and sacrifices. It was called a sacramentum, either because it, if forfeited, it was used for religious purposes, or, more probably, because it was deposited in a sacred place. It later came to mean an oath, such as that sworn by legionaries, but it was not restricted to legionary oaths. It subsequently came to mean a mystery, and then the church decided it would henceforth mean something it had never meant before, namely, the outward sign of an inward grace. Sacrament, in the sense that the word is used today and by the church throughout most of history, was an invention of the church to bolster up the growing ritualization of the faith and concentration of power in the hands of a priesthood, and its development went, and still goes, hand in hand with the abandonment of covenant. The concept is alien to biblical theology. Where sacramental theology is strong, covenantal theology is usually very weak. The degree to which one accepts the whole idea of sacraments is the degree to which one fails to understand biblical covenantal theology and adopts a magical instead of a covenantal understanding of the Christian faith. It is also the degree to which Christianity is abandoned as a religion and becomes a mere mystery cult instead. Circumcision, the Passover, baptism and the Lord's Supper, i.e. the agape, the Christian Passover, are covenant rites, signs and seals of the covenant, not sacraments. The concept of sacrament, in the sense used by the church, is an idea foreign to scripture. There are no sacraments in the Bible. The word was not even used in the sense to which it is used today and has been used throughout most of church history until around the 3rd century AD. It was first used in this case by Tertullian, 155 to 240 AD. Fundamental to the concept of sacrament is the idea that the correct performance of ritual can produce an effect in the recipient and indeed even in the external world so that all one needs to do to practice the faith and even reform the world is to practice the correct liturgy in the church and where the liturgy is deemed to, to be defective to reform the liturgy according to whichever sacramental theory one believes to be correct. 
The correct term for this kind of belief is magic. The performance of what is deemed to be the correct ritual underpins all forms of magic. Belief in the power of ritual, or magic, is thoroughly pagan, and yet it is the belief that structures, governs, and manifests itself in the vast majority of Christian churches today, as indeed it has done throughout the greater part of the history of the church. And this is so for Protestant and charismatic churches no less than the traditional Episcopal churches. The Bible has very little to say about ritual in the ecclesia, the Christian assembly, and Jesus himself seems to have spoken and behaved in such a way that it is impossible to derive any form of ritual from his teaching or actions. In fact, the rituals of the church in the main derive not from the Bible, although justification for ritual itself is often incorrectly derived from a mistaken understanding of the Old Testament temple sacrifices, but rather from pagan Roman religious rituals, which were stripped of their pagan content and then given a superficial Christian veneer. Belief in the power of ritual, i.e. magic, replaced the covenant. But Christianity does not work by magic. God works through the lives of his people, through their obedience to his word, the covenant of grace, in living as the true society, the kingdom of God, which is a counter-revolutionary, prophetic social order, the purpose of which is to glorify God by converting all the nations, thereby transforming the world, so that when the Lord Jesus returns, the kingdoms of this world will have become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. Revelation 11 verse 15. This is about as far from what goes on in most churches today as it can possibly get. The church today desperately faces the need for a renaissance as great as, indeed even greater than, the reformation of the 16th century. But it is unlikely that such a renaissance will ever take place while the present structures of the church authority and the official magic that supports them retain their stronghold in the body of Christ. It seems, therefore, inevitable that the precursor to such a renaissance can only be a complete collapse and final discarding of those structures and the ideologies that gave them meaning in life. If the house is to be rebuilt again, according to the law's design, the crooked foundations on which it previously stood for so long must be cleared away for good.